Hi everyone, my name's Nick Wood, Head of Investment Fund Research at Quilt Achievement. Welcome to the latest edition of the Fund Buyer, the podcast for all things related to the world of fund research. Before we start, my usual reminder that you can sign up to be notified about future podcasts on the Quilt Achievement website, or simply follow hashtag QC Fund Buyer on LinkedIn. You can also find us on Spotify and Google Podcasts for those of you that pick up your um, podcast that way. So, Happy New Year to you all. Um, today on the Fund Buy, we're going to be looking back at what the um, market environment last year meant for the world of funds. The winners, the losers, and, and tentatively think about what this year might bring. So, um, 2022 was fairly painful. So, fund and investment trust investors will, will be sort of well pleased to see a much improved 2023 swiftly following it. While the path to these returns wasn't exactly a straightforward one, the drivers of previous stellar performance in 2020 returned to the top of the performance tables, giving giving a bit of a sense of familiarity to beaten up investors. Indeed, 2023 saw a distinct sense of clarity at both ends of the table, highlighting the places it very much paid to be invested in, as well as the areas best avoided. Should also remind us all of the age-old investing fact, it pays to retain a balanced portfolio because the short-term drivers of markets are very hard to predict. So looking at the funds within the investment associations universe, it's clear that technology stocks are very much back in vogue, despite the, the higher interest rates that perhaps um, were going to hamper them. Uh, if there's one theme we heard about uh, last year, it was the Magnificent Seven. Um, and, and that's really brought tech funds back to the fore with the, the top 10 performers in terms of um, best funds almost ex- exclusively focused in some way on that sector. After a difficult few years, it, it perhaps seems fitting that the top spot goes to a, a fund managed by Kathy Wood, founder of ARC, a firm synonymous with tech investing in the US as much as Scottish mortgage is in the UK. Clearly, the artificial intelligence boom of 2023 helped to drive these funds up from the, the doldrums they found themselves in at the beginning of the year and rewarded investors who stayed patient and invested throughout the uh, what was a very difficult period. Dominance from the tech sector meant that other markets that performed well did not really get a look in with only one non-technology or growth dominated fund within uh, the, the top 20, that being Lazard Japanese Strategic Equity Fund, um, who did crack the uh, the top, ten, uh, top 20 best performers last year. So what about the other end of the spectrum? Well, just as tech has been shooting the lights out, China has been left languishing at the bottom um, in a year uh, when its COVID reopening was expected to produce attractive returns. Uh, Aberdeen China Asia Equity found itself at the bottom of performance rankings, although it's it's worth noting that um, 42 of the bottom 43 uh, worst performing funds were, were actually China funds. Um, it's clear the country as a whole faced considerable headwinds. Um, there's a certain amount of, of irony in this result, given at the start of 2023, China was perhaps the consensus trained. How things have changed. Um, With China's economic issues continuing to persist, it's unlikely we'll see a revival akin to the the tech funds this year. But but there are hopes that the worst is behind us and the country becomes somewhat more attractive in 2024 to investors. And and certainly from a valuation basis, um, China, China does look attractive, but let's see. 
Um, all of this data, by the way, um, you can find uh, on the article on the website, the uh, the, the top uh, 10 best and worst performing funds and investment trusts that we're talking about today. So let's turn to the investment trust space. And, and the story of 2023, in many ways, was the widening of, of discounts for many of these trusts. This particularly hit many of those sort of alternative income trusts, which whilst previously standing on premiums, were, were impacted most by interest rate um, rises. Within the top 10 biggest fallers, we see plenty of alternative income trusts whose price returns have been weak, including those within infrastructure and, and various renewables. Like the open-ended fund space, China also features, although the university is fairly uh, small in investment trust land. Meanwhile, it continued to be a painful time for some of the private equity trusts, with many seeing the value of their portfolios hampered by rising interest rates. The worst of the rate rises do now seem to be behind us, and market participants are chomping at the bit for rate cuts to be initiated as global growth slows. And when this time comes, it would be no surprise to see a quick reversal in fortunes for some of these alternative trusts who rely so heavily on the sentiment of the market and its belief that interest rates have peaked. Well, much has been made of the difficulties facing the investment trust sector last year. It wasn't all bad news. As is often the case, some of the more esoteric areas had their time in the sun, with airline leasing trust Doric Nimrod Air 2 delivering a second consecutive year of outstanding returns. Furthermore, 3i Group led the field, proving that a quality portfolio can help overcome some of the challenges that have faced the private equity market in recent times. Outside of these more niche areas, the investment trust base saw a, a more broadly spread return profile. Representation from Japanese, Indian and wider emerging markets sat alongside more obvious winners, such as the two technology-focused trusts run by Polar Capital and Allianz. Furthermore, just outside the top 10, we even had a, a UK equity representation from Aurora, the concentrated UK-focused trust run by Gary Channon. UK market is another that's been sort of truly beaten up in recent years. But again, we may have reached a point of peak pessimism in this regard and, and brighter times may lie ahead. So what of 2024? Well, um, as you will all know, there, there are plenty of predictions about the market floating around. So Rather than simply follow suit with a, another set for you, I'm going to offer three areas I think we'll be hearing a lot more about this year in terms of the fund industry and, and also one cast iron certainty. The first is that 2024 may be the year that active ETFs finally start to make their mark in Europe in the way that they have in the US. There is a very obvious reason they have been more popular in the US so far, and that is tax. There's a big advantage to holding an active ETF versus a fund in the US. And, and although it simply doesn't apply here, I still think there's enough interest and impetus to begin to see launches in Europe. Perhaps the biggest catalyst recently has been Cathy Wood taking a stake in Rise ETF. Um, Cathy, who we mentioned earlier, um, is, is one of the leading lights in the active ETF industry in the States. Um, that topic is certainly one for another day and another fun buyer. Uh, I think active ETFs as a, as a subject uh, really is uh, um, sort of pretty interesting. My second prediction is that emerging markets ex-China funds will be the source of a significant number of new launches. Our recent Asia trip was a good example of how much interest there is, with pretty much every asset manager 
that, uh, that's able to run such a product asking us our views. Personally, I wonder if by the time these have flooded the market and track records built, we might not have become just a little bit more positive on China. But let's see. My final prediction uh, is a little bit more market related. Might 2024 be the year that small and mid caps make a resurgence and, and with it, active management might have a better time. Uh, now, to be fair, the latter point is something we've expected for some time and, and it's failed to materialize. Uh, there continues to be plenty of best of breed managers that are able to perform with, with reasonable consistency uh, and beat their benchmark, but the average manager has continued to do poorly. And finally, the only prediction which is absolutely guaranteed to come true, there will be events that we aren't even talking about yet, which will come to dominate the market this year. Let's hope that these are on a more positive side, as, as recent years really have felt like a series of negative shocks, but without doubt, there will be surprises along the way. Well, with that, we'll close. I hope you all have a, a great start to the year and that uh, this time next year we'll be discussing what a, what a good year 2024 was. Thanks for listening and stay safe.